This is Behind the Game with PJ, live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Priscilla Joseph. Welcome in to Ticket Weeknight. Sorry, we've got cameras twisted all over the place trying to figure out exactly what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. But welcome to Ticket Weeknights. This is Behind the Game with PJ. Priscilla Joseph is here. I am Rico. I am also here. But I do not matter. I I am just here to push buttons and and move levers. It's fine. You can get in contact with us. Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sardar Heyman Text Line. That's fine. You ignore me all you want. I might fall asleep. It's whatever. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sardar Heyman Text Line. Join us on the live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. We have a very special guest joining us. Priscilla, if you would like to introduce your guest, because I don't want to butcher her last name. All right. It is so hard. It's so hard. so hard. (laughs) No, it is not. This is Tanya Pecoraro. Sitting with us on Behind the Game with PJ. And I'm so excited that you're here. I haven't seen your face in forever. My chica! I know. Oh, my God. Listen, Mickey's like, we're calling in. We're going to blow up your station. I'm like, oh, my God, don't call. Uh, and the boys just saw each other, what, like two days ago recording? It's so not fair, oh, right? Like, it's not fair no. that they get to see each other. It's awesome that they get to see it, but it's not fair, right? Like, I know, I know. That's why we vacation is calling soon, hopefully. I'm like ready, but then like, I really don't want to see the kids like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, well, we need to be more specific in like adult vacation only. But adult vacation I need, only. Um, I need football to slow down just a little bit so yes. we can have some time. <laughs> totally. I know. And it's so funny because I like it's gone by slow, but like fast, right? Like, I'm like, we listen, I like I was just telling you, like, I'm like, we've never had Mickey gone for this long period of time. And I was like, oh, that's a long time. But then I was like, oh, this kind of went by pretty quick. <laughs> it is. It's so long. And then I feel with football changing and the portal, like it's recruiting all year long. Like when I first started with Tony, it was like, OK, season and then after season, then recruiting. And I feel like now it's recruiting and season together. <laughs> yes it's, it's like a constant time. and i'm thing. like what's happening <laughs> i know it's so funny we totally had a, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later but um we talked about like this whole recruiting thing me and mickey have this mm-hmm. whole conversation and i like i w- want to see what your like point of view is and all that stuff because it's changing like daily like daily it's just like new things are happening and it's like you're always trying like i feel like we're always trying to like one up somebody, right? Like, it's just like, you're always trying to stay ahead. You're always trying to like get things done. Um, but anyways, where are you or share with our listeners? Where are you um, like zooming in from? 
So we are in Lake Charles, uh, Louisiana. We just got to McNeese State. Uh, woohoo! Um, we just got here. Tony got the position, the DC position, in December, and me and the kids moved at the end of February. So it was a pretty quick move um, for us. We always like to move really quick because. I don't like to be in separate houses, um, even though Tony is not home a lot, you know, at least we know that he's coming home or we get to see him a few minutes in the morning. Uh, so we do try to move quickly, uh, but we are in Lake Charles, so we've only been here a few months, uh, yeah. but so far it's been amazing. It's our first time in the state of Louisiana. So that's <laughs> so really sad. Awesome. Like we just, we were there for five years. Why couldn't y'all move there? It, you know, I, right? I know that's, that's how like this football life works. It's like you get close to somebody and then you finally get an opportunity professionally to move closer and then they're gone. So I'm like, what are the chances we've come to Louisiana finally? And Seriously. then boom, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. I was like, Mickey, fix this, fix it. I this know. I know. All right. So I kind of want, let's go ahead. Well, before we start, um, we are wine drinkers here. Okay. So, um, I'm going to share with what we're, we're drinking. Um, okay. So share, I don't know if they can see the bottle okay we can see it now i'm not kind blurry of, yeah. we got so it, it says it's <laughs> prayers of saints it's a 2018 chardonnay so oh. it's like a touch of soft it's really light refreshing um and it doesn't say much but it's supposed to be light and refreshing so me and oh. rico will let everyone know because i've already poured us i opened it already so that we wouldn't have to. you've been drinking already well i haven't tried it yet i poured it but i haven't i haven't had a drink okay. yet so <laughs> cheers what are you drinking cheers i have a paloma i had tony oh. make me a little paloma which is um a little bit of a different version but it's tequila and fresca very light and um perfect calorie, for summer <laughs> mama needs her juice i think that was like one of our things like where we were just like connected and it's like well in mississippi we were drinking beer <laughs> yeah and yeah. now we just got really bougie and now we're like wine and all the fancy shit <laughs> Stop. No, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, Mississippi was pretty much beer. Ma'am. Sorry, Rico. Ugh. Fancy things. That's like the second time I've had to hit the dump button on you. Watch yourself. We haven't even started drinking yet. Listen. We have a whole, we have like a whole two hours still. We just started. Relax. I've had like eight I, shows. I, under I understand that you're with one of your really good friends, but chill. It's my I apologize. We have not, look, we have not, like, physically seen each other in Seriously. so long. Well, no, we saw each other, like, when we went to New Orleans. We did, we but, did. like, Melania's like, um, when do I get to see my cousins again? I know. <laughs> I know. It's like our football family, right? Like, it's just, you know, I'm so thankful for, obviously, our family, but when you are in this life, your like, football becomes your family because you don't live near family. Yes. And so we have, you know, I call it like you have almost acquaintances or football family that is kind of, you know, you're going to run into them at some point, but then you have like your inner circle yes. where you grew up together in the profession and that is unbreakable. So yes. She is one of them. Yes. So <laughs> let's go ahead and how about you give us a little like background on like 
your husband, Tony, like where you guys met, where you're from, where he's from, um, how long y'all been together, and how many stops have y'all made on this football journey? It oh, might wow. take us a while to get through those stops, though, because, girl, um, Look, we've had a you lot of should stops, probably so have, okay. like, a whole um, TikTok of, like, packing. Like yes. a whole so, thing unpacking. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just so long. So uh, Tony and I met um, in 2008. Uh, we were both at Florida State. So I was working in the sports information department and Tony was obviously with football. Um, we were set up on a blind date and it was not love at first sight. I will tell you that. <laughs> um, you know, I'm very talkative and Tony is like straight football. And then other than that, he's really chill. Um, and a few months later, and we ran into each other. <laughs> yeah. A few months later, we ran into each other in the athletic department and we just kind of hit it off. So it was, it worked out. Uh, so we've been together since 2008. Um, our first stop, like move, uh, we moved directly from Florida state to North Alabama. Um, and that's a D2 school, very successful. He was a DC from North Alabama. We went to Concord really quickly. And then good old Mississippi, Alcorn State came calling, <laughs> where I met Priscilla. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It, it's just, um, so we went to Alcorn, and we were there for four years, which was amazing. We had our son there, um, and it was an unbelievable experience at Alcorn. I mean, what a ride, right? I yeah, mean, well, I and just... I feel like, I've told people, like, I feel like that's where, for, at least for our family, like, that's our football family like y'all yeah. Shay Losi like that is our football family where that was such a special group with like the wives and the guys it was and it may have may have had something to do with like living in the middle of absolutely nowhere yeah so if you're not familiar with Alcorn um so it is by Port Gibson Mississippi so the closest Walmart um, it's 45 minutes away. I was and like, and I'm not going closest... to no damn Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> okay. The closest Target, like any shopping, Target, Ross, CJ Maxx, you name it. Yes. It was an hour and a half away. So really all that we had to do was go to each other's houses. We would carpool to away games because they were drivable. Uh, but I will say we have never had stronger connections than we did at all for. Yes. Agreed. It, 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 was, us. Yeah. it was amazing because I feel like every single coach, whether you were a full-time coach, you were an assistant, you were yes. an equipment, I, you were the athletic director, I don't care who it was, everybody was on the same page to build the program and be successful. Yes. And it, it's not like that all the time. And everyone struggled yeah. together. <laughs> Everybody, everybody struggled everybody was in chaos but we all had one vision which was yes. to build a program pour into these players and really hold each other up yes. because we were all at different stages you know oh, yes. like you and mickey didn't have kids nope i had rocky you know my son like stephanie had kids like all of us had kids yeah. but some of us were girlfriends or engaged like maddie and shay i mean it's like we were all on different tracks. Yes. No, totally. And I'm like, it, but it was such a, like, it's, it's such a special, unique group. And then it's so funny because Mickey came home from seeing Tony and he was like, people ask me like, how are you, like, how are y'all so close? And he's like, 
Oh, y'all have no idea. Like, y'all don't we know what together. we went through. We grew like, up we together. D- yes, we did. Yes. That was, that's yeah. it. We grew up together. That was it. So we, um, from Alcorn, we won some championships. We did really well. We went with the head coach at the time to Southern Miss. Uh, we were at Southern Miss for two years as the D.C., from Southern Miss, we went to FAU, the DC there for a season, then went to KU, and we were there for one season with Coach Miles. Then we left KU, came back to Southern Miss for a season, chaotic 2020 season. It's just never <laughs> in history has that happened. Um, from Southern Miss, the second time, we went to South Al for a season, and from South Al, now we are here um, at McNeese. So in total, it is 10 stops since the 14 years that Tony and I have been together. Oh, my goodness. Um, 10. Uh, but he has been in coaching for 21 years. Um, but, of course, 14 chaotic years with me. It's been 10 <laughs> stops. So uh, he's really dead to me. <laughs> Listen, you must really love him. <laughs> I do. I, you know, it's, look, you know, this life is not for everybody. Tony's okay? a good one, it though. Is. I love me some Tony. He Tony is. Tony brings the calm over he everyone. Is. He's just like. He's a very, very chill. He's non-drama, runs the <laughs> other way. Like, he really just wants to, like, don't bring a problem to him. He wants a solution, and he wants you to dominate and just move on. <laughs> Keep it moving. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, which is sometimes hard for a wife, right? Like, sometimes I just want to complain. Like, you know, like, like let, me, you let me soak in this. I need, I need you to listen. I need you yeah. to let me pit stop right here. So, let me ask you this. What was, like, what's the difference between... Alcorn, because you guys were in Mississippi, in the state of Mississippi for a while. A so mm-hmm. y'all were in the state of Mississippi, one state that I cannot stand. And um, we were in the state of Louisiana. Like, so like we were in Louisiana for nine years and yeah. you guys were in Mississippi for a while. So what's, yeah. what was the difference between like Alcorn and Southern Miss? Like, do you feel like there is a big difference in culture or? Um, I mean, I will say at Alcorn, and you could probably attest to it. I think the first year that we were all hired, people were like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's happening? They, they, you know, nobody was really sure about this new staff because it's, you know, it, right prior to us all arriving at Alcorn, they were not successful. Right. Okay. And if I could put it to you this way, when we got to Alcorn, there was nothing. Like when I talk about no office equipment, no video system, no pens, like no office chairs. Like when I tell <laughs> you it, there needs to be a book about Alcorn, yes. like all the things that we went yes. through. Um, so I feel after we proved that we were all there to really rebuild Alcorn to what it used to be, mm-hmm. then they were so excited for us. Yeah. Like they really loved us. They bought into us. The community was amazing. I was a teacher there for the whole time we were at Alcorn. It was amazing experience, you know, serving those students. And it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, so Alcorn was great, great. Southern Miss, I think was really tough because 
I think a lot of times, you know, fans don't understand what coaches go through and they live in the past. So just because you were successful five years ago does not necessarily mean that you're going to be successful now, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, football changes year to year. Look how crazy it was three years ago or two years ago. So with Southern Miss, I did feel at times like we could not do any good because it was just, uh, it was a lot of hard, like uphill, no matter what we did, it was just like not good Turning enough. Turning in mud. Be- yeah. yeah. And, and that's really disheartening because as a spouse, you want to just defend, you know, your, your spouse for everything that they're giving. Cause I promise you guys, if, if we lose, trust me, we're upset. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Like our husbands are upset. Like nobody's goal is to wake up and lose. Right. Nobody's goal is to like give up 50 points. Right. And I can <laughs> guarantee you a lot of these fans don't understand what it's like to sit. Like, I mean, after games, we have to drive home. Like, I mean, I, Mickey right. doesn't drive to the game. So we drop him off in the morning and then we drive home. So, the drive home is either like when we lose, it's it's not silence unless it's like pure like I something went real south. It's a yeah. it's a lot of bad words that I'm not allowed to say on the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> no more red buttons. So listen, it, we only have five seconds. <laughs> so it's, it's hard to just sit there and then. Listen, my kids know all the cuss words because they've heard them all on the way home. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I can tell you there's not a fan out there that knows what it's like to sit in a car with a coach that has prepped for the last two weeks. Because it's not just the week that they're preparing for because they prep during the summer, during the summer, and then the week up. You know what I mean? The week prior, depending, you know, and the week of. So, it's all of this hours and hours and hours of time that they're going through and then all of a sudden they lose and it's like do you can you just imagine like I really want fans to like think you spend 60 hours at work and you completely like you're rated on win or lose and you lost how upset do you think you could possibly be and it's probably on the extreme scale because what if you have more than one loss that could be your job and that's what it's like for us Absolutely. And I just, I always try to tell people, I I feel like ever since we went through the chaos of 2020, okay, at Southern Miss, this, that was our second stop. Okay. Our second time at Southern Miss, uh, it was during COVID, um, after game one. Okay. Our head coach was let go. Okay. So then we got another coach. So we're on, on coach number two. And after one game, game, after one game, you're okay. After game one. And we literally just moved back. Right. Okay. (laughs) So after game one, head coach gets fired. So what were you thinking? Now we're like, what were you as a coach's wife thinking? I was terrified because, you know, Tony can move me anywhere. Like I am very adaptable. I, I do feel like I'm outgoing. Like I want to hang out. I will talk to anybody, you know, me too. Nobody wants to be my friend here though. I'll be your friend. I'll be your friend. Um, so I feel like I can move anywhere, but that doesn't want to be my friend. (laughs) When Tony said that he was going back to Southern Miss, it was the first time that I was like, Something doesn't feel right. I don't know what it is, but it's the first time that we've ever been together that I was like, 
something doesn't feel right. I don't know what it is, but ultimately he wanted to go. I support my husband. It was in a way going towards a different home back because I knew people on staff. We knew the school systems. I was a teacher there. I was going to go back to teaching. Like it was very comfortable to go back. Game one, head coach gets fired. And I was like, okay, we're done. So now we've moved here and now we're going to move again. Yeah. And I'm tired. You yeah. Know? Um, and then it's scary because a lot of times coaches get let go, like with two games left in the season. Can you imagine your head coach getting let go and you have 12 games left to play? Yeah. It is chaotic. So then we have an anxiety galore. Anxiety galore. We have an interim coach. He coaches for three games. Okay. He takes another job after three games. Okay. Oh my so goodness. By game five of a season, and we you guys still already have, went through two what, head coaches. Like, <laughs> we still have seven games left to play in the season. We are on head coach number three. <laughs> okay. And what an amazing testament to those coaches and those players. Like if you talk about tuning out the chaos and negativity because Thank God the transfer alive. portal wasn't that great. <laughs> wasn't oh as gosh. open as it is now. You know what I mean? Like now it's like they have yeah. at any moment they can jump in. They and at, but at the, at the time then they didn't. Here. Right. Cause that was yeah. 2020. Yeah. At that, no, at that time they didn't have that. Yeah. No, very, very few players chose to not finish season. It was amazing. What a testament. Like you talk about, it could have gone one way and the coaches, because at that point, like after you lose your head coach, you're like, okay, we're probably all going to get fired because they're going to bring a new coach in. After you lose your interim coach, you're like, we're officially done. And it could have been packing. very volatile. Yeah, it could have been volatile, like every man for themselves, everybody too. And everybody stayed united. Everybody awesome. was like, y'all, we need to finish out the season, do as best as we can so we can all get a job because we have families to feed. Absolutely. Um, you know, so it was, it never in the history of football has that ever happened. It's, it's crazy. Insane. So, but yeah. we're going to have to take a quick little break and then we'll come back and we'll continue on Behind the Game okay. with PJ.